0: Welcome back everybody to Live Your Nest Life. Sorry for the break. We had to take a, a few weeks off of recording to get through our move-in process. We had move-in August 12th through the 15th and it was a tremendous success. So our shout out this week goes to everybody on the Housing and Residence Life team that helped plan and execute move-in. You know, this year we, we made history. We had the most number of students move into Kennesaw State Housing. We've never done a four-day move-in before. It was, it was a lot on our team, and our team responded extremely well. And so we were very excited to, one, be through with Move In. And now we have a ton of happy residents living on campus. And we're glad that the school semester has started off pretty great so far. The students are responding well. We have a lot of virtual programs and in-person programs as well for students to attend. So we're just happy that the students are back. We're happy to be back in the studio recording this podcast here. Today, now that all the students are in their rooms, one of the next steps for them is to complete what we call a roommate agreement. So we have two experts on the podcast today. We have Christina Uwe, Associate Director of Residence Education, and Camille Enriquez, Residence Director of Hornet Village 100 and Columns on the Marietta Campus. So let's welcome Christina and Camille. Thanks,
1: Chris. We're excited to be here.
0: Yeah, thank you so much. So we still are recording virtually. So Christine and Camille, are one is in Kennesaw, one is in Marietta. I'm recording from home today. So thanks for joining us. The first question, just tell us about yourselves, maybe how long you've been at Kennesaw State, what you do within the Department of Housing and Residence Life, maybe a fun fact, just whatever you want to tell the listeners.
2: All right. Well, I'm Camille. I am currently over Hornet Village 100 and Collins, like Chris said. I am a Kennesaw alum, so hooty who. I've been working in housing going on my third year, and I'm just really excited to also have the students back. Um, it's been a little different without them, but I definitely feel like I have a purpose with them here.
1: Yeah, I'm Christina Uli, State Director for Residence Education. I've worked here at Kennesaw State University for just over six years now. Uh, started my time here as an area coordinator Um, and then just have transitioned into this role in the past few years. Within my role, I basically work on a lot of the the large scale um, programmatic efforts, also working with our living learning communities and any academic initiatives within the halls. I think most excited about just like working with the students this year and and kind of changing things up, making things a little bit more virtual and accessible um, during this time.
0: Yeah, thanks for joining. I, I can't believe you guys have been here that long. Camille, I know you're, I can't believe it's been three years already. You, Your first two years were in Kennesaw and now you're down in Marietta, right?
2: Definitely excited to be on the other side and see what Marietta is all about. Um, it's definitely a different experience, but I'm excited to be here.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. I think you're going to love it. So you guys both work very closely with students and we just got through move-in. I know that I'm still recovering. It was a grind doing move-in over four days. Glad the students are here. And now that they're here, you know, oftentimes we see communication challenges. Maybe it's a, a student's first time living with somebody else in a space. Maybe they're sharing a space for the first time. And so our department has these roommate agreements that we ask students to fill out. What are these roommate agreements exactly? And what purpose do they serve?
2: So roommate agreements are... A process and what I would genuinely consider a resource to all of our residents as well as our resident assistants, where our students are able to come to a compromise about their living arrangements. So, those typically break down any importance in communal living. So, whether that's the bathroom, the kitchen, the living room, um, and sometimes even their personal rooms, we just break down how the roommates will function together as a whole. And to create those boundaries within the living experience.
1: Yeah, it's really an opportunity for the students to be able to kind of express their preferences in like cleanliness, temperature, um, if they like to share things. Um, So especially in units that have like a shared kitchen space, um, really kind of talking through what does that look like? Will I share my milk or are we all going to order our own milk and have it labeled in the fridge? And so really kind of an opportunity to kind of go through and come to an agreement of how you're going to live together. Because for the most part, um, some of our students have never lived in such close quarters with um, another person, whether that be a sibling or just another roommate type. Even if you did have like a roommate as a sibling it's just different when you have never lived with some of these people
0: ever before. Oh I absolutely agree. I I think in my time in housing and residence life one of the areas I feel that roommates should talk a lot about is that sharing component and sharing both food and space and then making sure you talk about what you're comfortable with inside the unit. So the, the roommate agreements are incredibly important and we do ask every unit to complete one And I know this year it's a little bit different in terms of how we're doing these. So can can you guys talk about how a student would access a roommate agreement or where they would find these?
1: Yeah, so the RA is really going to initiate the roommate agreement. There is a form. We started using a website called eResLife. The RA will initiate the form. All of our roommate agreement meetings are gonna be virtual this year for obvious reasons. The RA will log into the site and go through all of the questions with the the residents within that unit, and then they'll send it electronically for everyone to agree to, Um, so they'll just kind of electronically sign the document. They'll navigate all of the questions. There's talks about cleanliness, like when are we going to take the trash out? Um, If you have a washer and dryer in your unit, like what happens if I get to the washer and it is Full of clothes, but the washer is done. Like, how are we going to handle that? How are we going to communicate with one another? The residents are going to be able to access this agreement through the eResLife because all of the students, all the residential students have access. They'll log in just like any other Kennesaw State system with the Duo app. We'll be emailing out the website link, but it's just kennesaw.ereslife.com. The res in ResLife has a Z, not an S
0: what is the RAs role exactly in the agreement process?
2: RAs primarily are the facilitators and mediators when it comes to the roommate agreements. I've known in the past RAs, they might also include their SRAs as support and SRAs are senior resident assistants. And so primarily they lead the discussion on how The roommates will compromise and decide what some of their preferences are. So, like Christina said, you know, it can come down to how do they like their music in the morning or evening? When do they like to study? Are they a night owl? Are they a morning person? So, they process that facilitation. And then, even throughout the time of the semester, they also can refer back to the agreement just to reiterate some things or reinforce some. Um, decisions that were made within the roommates.
1: Yeah, they'll definitely be navigating the conversation because they've they've all had training on this um, and making sure that everybody's voice is heard. If one of the roommates or a few of the roommates in the conversation are just like, yeah, I'm fine with whatever, the RA is probably going to prod a little bit and be like, are you sure you're okay with not having a schedule for the trash? Like, What is your definition of cleanliness? And so They're gonna have some prompting questions to help the residents navigate through the process and then minimize the likelihood of there being conflict later on.
0: Okay, that makes sense. And so I know you said they're gonna be meeting and and prompting and pushing students to respond honestly. Are these meetings gonna be virtual?
1: Yeah, they will most likely be through like the Microsoft Teams that all Kennesaw State students and, and faculty and staff have. And so it'll most likely be through that avenue that they'll be posting them.
0: And you mentioned with the ERes Life program that the RAs would be sending these out. What else should our residents expect this year with this process?
1: There's always an opportunity if, because this is happening somewhat early in the semester, it's going to be happening mid to late September, depending on when the student signs up for their roommate agreement meeting. There's always a chance that preferences change or the students realize, oh, I really do get bothered by this. Can we have another meeting? And so the roommate agreement is somewhat of a living document where the residents can revisit it with the RA if they want to make edits later on. But that doesn't mean that the roommate agreement is like so fluid that they can just kind of quote unquote break it whenever they want to.
0: That makes sense. So they can change some of the the rules. I, I, I'll use the word rules. That's not a really good word. Uh, but with the roommate agreement, once they have it set, they can adapt it and change it as they continue living with each other and realize that something may not be matching up.
2: Correct.
1: Yeah, they might realize, oh, yeah, I can totally live at like 72 degree temperature. Like that's totally fine. Um, But then realize, oh, I didn't realize exactly what 72 degrees felt like. Maybe we should revisit this.
0: And I know that the roommate agreements, the goal is really to outline the expectations of everybody living together and to avoid conflict before it begins. And I know that it's really about communication and getting roommates to talk to each other. And that's an important part of the process. What should roommates discuss before they meet with their RA and they have this appointment scheduled for their agreement?
2: I would say some reoccurring issues that I've noticed in the past are temperature concerns. I definitely think that um, roommates should talk about that um, early on just because, you know, our weather changes often in Georgia and some people might be uncomfortable with certain temperatures. And so I would definitely see if, they're, if they can come to an agreement about that early on. Also, another thing that's really important right now is cleanliness. And sometimes that's not just in your room, that's also in the living room, on surfaces, on chairs, even just in the kitchen. And so just being mindful of everyone's health um, and just making sure that we're being respectful of our areas. Um, I would definitely say those are some things that I would start talking about now if they haven't already been discussing.
1: Especially for this year, talking about guests, our guest policy has always been you can have somebody over, but the other roommates need to be okay with this person coming over. Um, This year, it just kind of, there's a, a heightened sense of other people coming into a space. And so right now our policy is that you can only have one guest over if they have a 20-20 2021 license agreement, so they have to have an on-campus living assignment in order to be able to come over, and it's limited to one guest, but even though you are allowed to have them over, really talking with the roommates to see what are your thoughts on having people over, are you okay with people coming over, because everyone's at a little bit of a different mental space right now when it comes to inviting people into their personal space.
0: Yeah, I think that's great advice. And I I definitely see the guest policy as something that roommates and residents should talk about before that meeting gets scheduled. And I know that sometimes parents get involved. Um, what, ad, what would you tell parents in terms of this process? I, I don't know that we've had parental involvement in the roommate agreement process prior. Any advice for the parents out there?
2: I would say my advice is to trust that your student is confident within themselves to embrace this type of challenge. I think living on campus is a very special experience, and it's not one that many get to have. And with that being said, as a parent, I think it is your time to support your child and be there for them, but also really encourage them to take ownership of their situation. Sometimes that does come with difficult conversations, um, whether that's between guest issues or pet issues or anything truly and I think sometimes our residents need more verbal support from their parents than physical support. Yeah
1: and I think really empowering your student you know your student better than than we do at this time you've lived with them a lot longer than we have and so really kind of helping them through the process and, and you understand probably kind of their conflict style like Are they someone who tends to avoid conflict? Do they kind of face conflict head on? If you know that your student might be someone who tends to not confront an issue, like really talking through with them and helping support them. And maybe if you feel comfortable doing some sort of like role playing with your student to help them get through the process, but also making sure that you realize that the student also has an RA as a resource, connecting them and and making sure that they're Reaching out to their RA when they have an issue because sometimes what ends up happening is uh, we've had issues where a parent will call a professional staff member and explain hey there's this issue going on in my students room. And then we've had no idea because the student has never told our staff, and so we can't do anything to help the situation if we're not aware of it so really empowering your student to take ownership of their experience like Camille said and connecting with their RA when they're having an issue.
0: Yeah, I think that's great advice. I, we talk with a lot of parents and guardians throughout the year who are reporting issues that the students can report directly to their resident assistant and get immediate help and and get every get the situation resolved. And I know that we get this question quite often uh, at orientations, at tours, uh, on move day. what happens? After an agreement is settled upon and and all the roommates sign the agreement and the RA signs off on it, what happens if one of the roommates doesn't follow something that's outlined in the agreement?
2: Generally, if they are not agreeing or not abiding by the agreement, um, generally an RA will meet with that person one-on-one just to see what's going on, to gauge how they're feeling, to get more information. From there, it typically unfolds into a two-on-one or a four-on-one depending on the living situation and so from there the RA does try to mediate any ongoing issues and maybe foreseeing any upcoming issues typically they do reference the roommate agreement and they can bring that up and say you know this is what you guys agreed on it seems like we're not on the same page how can we get there After those types of mediations, we do hope that the residents are able to resolve their issues on their own. However, in the case that they don't, we might be in the position to escalate that upwards, especially if that is contingent on if there's any violations versus if it's just something they're not fulfilling in the agreement.
1: Yeah, we definitely try to make it a learning process and not so much like a punitive process. And so really opening up the lines of communication, like Camille said, first talking with the student who may have violated that roommate agreement and seeing like, where are they at? Why did they do what they did? And then really helping open the lines of communication between the roommates and facilitating a conversation. Sometimes it ends up where the roommate agreement might get modified, but sometimes it it does stay the way that it was originally set out. Ultimately, the discussion centers around, you know, originally you agreed to this, tell me more about what's going on. And so really it's just opening the lines of communication and dialogue.
0: Yeah, and I think living on campus in general is a great learning experience. Students can learn about themselves, about the world, the community around them. And so I think the roommate agreement is another really great piece that we offer for students to learn. You know, if they've never had to deal with conflict in their life, hopefully it, it doesn't come to that living on campus, but sometimes it's inevitable. So we're educating students on how to handle conflict. And I think the roommate agreement is a, a large piece of that. We've covered the process. I, I feel like the listeners will know exactly what to expect with the roommate agreements. What advice would you offer students who are about to begin this process?
1: I would say to be honest with yourself and what your preferences and how you like to live. So really kind of taking some time to reflect and think about your own preferences and how you live and then being open to modifying that. So don't go in with the mindset of this is the outcome of what I want to be in the roommate agreement. Go in knowing that there's going to be some give and take. Your roommates might have some different preferences. Really kind of think about How are you going to go in with an open mind to take in their preferences, but also being true to your own? And so sometimes there's going to be some sort of compromise and being okay with that.
2: Yeah, I would definitely agree with that. To add on, I would definitely say, please utilize your RA as a resource. Oftentimes we get to the end of the semester and we really did not hear about an incident, or we didn't hear a concern. And we hate that that goes missed multiple times. And so to help with that, definitely reach out to your RA as well as your SRA if need be. I know for professional staff, we're always here to support and help you guys. And so that's without a doubt, everything that we can do in our power, we will. But I definitely want to just make sure that you create a great relationship with your RA so that When there are times when you do need them and you do need the help, they know exactly how they can help you. Move forward with confidence and embrace this opportunity. I think living on campus, it comes with amazing opportunities and benefits and some of those things you won't really be able to experience until you're head in, you know what I mean? If there are issues going on, like definitely
1: connect with your RA
2: early on.
1: Sometimes we get into roommate conflict situations that are so far gone that at that point, the roommates are just like, I just don't wanna live with this person and I wanna move rooms. Keep in mind that a room transfer fee is $200. And so really connecting with your RA early on so that they have an opportunity to help you through that process can help prevent that from happening.
0: Yeah, I think that's all amazing advice. And the only other thing I would add is we're into the second week of classes at the point that we're recording this. If you have not met your RA yet, or if you don't know their name, you don't know where they live, please walk the halls. Your, your RAs are there on your floor, and they're there to help and to serve you and to help you have a great college experience. So if you don't know them yet by now, hopefully they've reached out. You should have gotten some sort of welcome email or welcome letter from them. Maybe it was email or printed in your room, but please make sure that you connect with that RA and that the first time you're interacting with them isn't when something is going wrong. They're there to help and support and to be there for you at all times. So please make sure you connect with your RA just to reiterate that again. So that's all of our questions for the, the roommate agreement portion. We do end our podcast with a fun story, you know, working in housing and residence life. Uh, we have a lot of interesting things that have happened for today's story. I, I would just want to share. We've talked about it a little bit, but I think all of us are just so excited to have students back on campus. The summer was extremely busy and hectic, but the campus itself was really quiet. We didn't have students walking around, we didn't have students to interact with, and all of us are here to serve and we love working with students every single day. So I'd love to hear from you two something that you're excited about for this year.
2: For my community, I'm actually really excited to be offering them the chance to celebrate prom and we will be doing a rendition of a program called Save the Last Dance for Hornet Village first year students, just to give them that opportunity to experience prom and make memories and take photos and just engage in the way that they couldn't have for the past couple of months. We're really excited to give them that chance again. So that should be coming up around late September, October, close to homecoming. So We're very excited about that on the Marietta campus.
1: Yeah, I think I'm most excited about like the professional staff, but also the RAs coming up with new and creative ways to connect with their students because, I mean, this is just going to be a year unlike any other where we're going to be engaging more virtually, some passive initiatives. Um, But also, like Camille was talking about, thinking about what are things that maybe some of our population missed out on last year because of the start of the COVID pandemic. And really just finding creative ways to engage all of our residential students. Um, I think we'll learn a lot from our students this year because I think that they're engaged on virtual platforms in ways that some of us have never seen before. And so I think that the residential students are also going to have an opportunity to really shape their own experience.
0: Yeah, I I think aside from the energy that is on campus right now, just having students walk around and seeing them be excited about maybe starting their college career or coming back for another year, I think the students that are living on campus this year are going to have stories to tell the rest of their life. These these are the first students who have gone to college and lived on campus during a, a worldwide pandemic. And I think that we'll be able to give them experiences like that prom, Camille. I, I think that's an, that's an awesome idea. I didn't know that was coming. I, I think that's really great to be able to offer that to them. And they're going to be able to, to tell those stories the rest of their lives. And that's one of the reasons I, I'm in this field is to help people create stories that will, they'll be able to share until their last days and hopefully give them exciting opportunities to grow and learn. So that's something I'm excited about. Well, I appreciate you both being on the podcast today. Thank you so much for your time. Uh, I know that we're excited to get this podcast up and running in the academic year now that classes have started. If the listeners out there, if you have any thoughts on the episode, you have any questions, you have any topics that you'd like to see on future episodes, we do have a phone number, 678-561-3475. You can text that number, text us your thoughts, your ideas, uh, maybe some positive words about the podcast episodes that you've listened to. You can follow us on all social media platforms. We're housing KSU on Instagram and Facebook. Make sure to like, and subscribe to the podcast and you'll, you won't miss out on any upcoming episodes. So thank you for listening in.